Psalm chapters 47 and 48. Psalm chapter 47, verse 1. To the overseer, that is the director of music, by sons of Korah. Those are priests from the family of Korah. They were some of the priests that were in charge of music. A psalm, meaning a song. All ye peoples, clap the hand, shout to God with a voice of singing. This song is commanding all of the people to clap and sing, and that's what we should do. 2. For Jehovah Most High is fearful, a great king over all the earth. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and he is fearful because he is holy. The only fear we're supposed to have is the fear of God, and the reason he's fearful is because his holiness is deadly. It's so pure that it zaps out anything around it that isn't as pure as it is. We just can't touch him the way that we are. We're way too unclean. And that's why we fear him, because he has the power to determine where we go in eternity. And it won't be with him if we aren't made righteous. 3. He leadeth peoples under us and nations under our feet. He caused the Israelites to dominate all of the pagan nations around them. Whoever follows the Lord will spiritually dominate the enemy, all the demons, Satan himself, who tries to oppose the word of God. On this earth will always have trials, but spiritually we can prevail against sin and against all of the powers of darkness. For he doth choose for us our inheritance, the excellency of Jacob that he loves, Selah. Selah is a musical terminology, and it says that he chooses for us our inheritance. He chooses our eternal inheritance, and it's based on whether or not we follow him and obey him. 5. God hath gone up with a shout, Jehovah with the sound of a trumpet. When Jesus returns, he will return with the sound of the angels shouting and blowing trumpets. Just as God always had the Israelites shout and blow trumpets when they went to battle, Jesus will return exactly the same way. 6. Praise God. Praise. Give praise to our King. Praise. We could praise Him forever and it wouldn't be enough. It would never be more than what He deserves. 7. For King of all the earth is God. Give praise, O understanding one. He can cause the stars and the rocks to praise him. He can cause babies who don't even know how to speak to lift up their hands and say Hosanna. And he's done that. And he can cause the animals to praise him. And he even caused sinners like King Saul and Samson to praise him. 7. For king of all the earth is God. Give praise, O understanding one. That means if you understand anything, you should at least understand that the Lord deserves praise. 8. God hath reigned over nations. God hath sat on his holy throne. And yes, he does. He ultimately is in charge of everything. He does allow evil to go on for a while, but it's according to his ultimate plan, so that our love for him can be tested, and our faith can be tested, and we can prove that we really are his children, which is very essential. In every relationship you have, you have to prove yourself, whether it's to your parents, your siblings, your children, your neighbors, your 
co-workers, your spouse. We always have to prove ourselves in relationships. We have to prove our loyalty, our faithfulness, our trustworthiness. So why shouldn't we have to prove it to God? He's more important than anybody else in our lives. And it shouldn't surprise us that in order to have a relationship with him, it must go through the fire of testing. 9. Nobles of peoples have been gathered with the people of the God of Abraham, for to God are the shields of earth. Greatly hath he been exalted. He gathers up the people who follow him, and he is gathering his bride, which Israel symbolizes. Israel is a sign to the whole world. That's why he's also gathering Israel, because Israel is a sign of the bride of Christ. And that concludes Psalm chapter 47. Psalm chapter 48, verse 1. A song, a psalm, by sons of Korah. This is a song written by the priests from the family of Korah. Great is Jehovah, and praised greatly, in the city of our God, his holy hill. He has two cities. One is his city on earth designated, which is Jerusalem, and it is on three hills. And Mount Zion was on one of those hills. I believe it's the one furthest to the left in Jerusalem. In heaven, his throne room is also evidently on a hill, because the Bible tells us that over and over. Two, beautiful for elevation, a joy of all the land, is Mount Zion, the sides of the north, the city of a great king. Mount Zion is where David resided in Jerusalem. It's a section of Jerusalem. This verse is referring to the area that Mount Zion is on, to being on a tableland where it's a little bit higher in elevation. There are three hills in Jerusalem, and Zion is on one of those hills. But when it says the north, it could be referring to the fact that the whole north end is higher. 2,500 feet, and Zion is the highest point in Jerusalem. 3. God in her high places is known for a tower. The her in this verse is Mount Zion, and God is a tower to Mount Zion. He's a tower of refuge. 4. For lo, the kings met, they passed by together. 5. They have seen, so they have marveled. They have been troubled, they were hastened away. This is talking about the kings of Ammon, Moab, and Edom, who attacked Jerusalem at one point, and also Sennacherib, he attacked. So it's talking about the pagan kings who tried to come against Jerusalem at different times. But the Lord hastened them away. 6. Trembling hath seized them there, pain as of a travailing woman. It says that they were in pain like a woman in labor. And when a woman is in labor, she's incapacitated. She really can't go anywhere or do anything. These kings who came to war against Zion became unable to fight. 7. By an east wind thou shiverest ships of Tarshish. The Mediterranean Sea is to the west of Jerusalem, and that's where the ships of Tarshish would have been coming from. And it says an east wind shivers the ships. The wind would be coming from the opposite direction that the ships are trying to sail. Or if they're coming from the north side of the Mediterranean, it would still shiver them by hitting them crossways. 
8, As we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of Jehovah of hosts, in the city of our God, God doth establish her to the age, Selah. Her is Jerusalem, and she is established to the age. Revelation talks about a new Jerusalem coming down over the old Jerusalem after the old Jerusalem is destroyed. That new Jerusalem will last forever. By the way, when we get to the book of Revelation, you'll realize that the new Jerusalem is so tall, the sides that go up go from the earth's crust all the way into the outer atmosphere of the earth. That's how big this city is. 9. We have thought, O God, of thy kindness in the midst of thy temple. When they went into the temple of the Lord to offer the sacrifices and worship him there and follow the ordinances, they remembered his kindness. The sacrifices themselves show us the kindness of the Lord, that he's willing to consecrate us, willing to forgive us, willing to accept us, willing to have peace with us, that he's willing to fellowship with us. That's what all of those offerings mean, and that's why the offerings are named as such. 10. As is thy name, O God, so is thy praise. Over the ends of the earth, righteousness hath filled thy right hand. The right hand of any man is his son, and the right hand of the Father is the Son. And his name is worthy of praise. 11. Rejoice doth Mount Zion. The daughters of Judah are joyful. For the sake of thy judgments. Daughters are a metaphor for virgins, which is a metaphor for anyone who practices the true faith. And that's why it's so important to practice the true faith. And the only way we can do that is by knowing what the true faith is, which means we have to read our Bible. Most people don't know the scriptures very well, and they say a lot of stuff that isn't true. So you have to read the Bible for yourself in order to be able to to practice pure faith. You'll never know what it is just by listening to what other people tell you. 12. Compass Zion and go round her, count her towers. This is a beautiful instruction. It says walk around Mount Zion and see all of the fortresses that guard it and know that it is the Lord who put up those towers and fortresses. This is a testimony to how God protects us and watches over us. 13. Set your heart to her bulwark. Consider her high places, so that ye recount to a later generation. Tell the generations what the Lord has done in Jerusalem. He's kept her all these thousands of years. He's preserved that city. And if he can preserve that city this long, he can preserve all of us forever. 14. That this God is our God, to the age and forever. He, he doth lead us over death. He leads us in victory over eternal death. And eternal death is hell. It's where you never stop dying. So none of us want to go there. And the Lord doesn't want us to go there either. He wants us to go into eternal life and experience fullness, joy, love like we've never experienced it before and forever. And that concludes Psalm chapter 48.